Welcome to another episode of the Upriser Podcast. I am your host, Clinton Bonner, VP of User Experience at TopCoder. And today we're going to be talking about an awesome topic. I think it's awesome. I hope you think it's awesome. We're calling it hybrid work versus the hybrid workforce. And what's the difference? Microsoft recently put out a great article about the future of work. They called it, the next great disruption is hybrid work. Are we ready? Hybrid work, as they define it, is a blended model where some employees return to the workplace and others continue to work from home. The piece features awesome data from the 2021 Work Trend Index, which outlines findings from a study of more than 30,000 people in 31 countries and an analysis of trillions of productivity and labor signals across Microsoft 365 and LinkedIn. There were a lot of great points, and there's more to the story. We all know that hybrid work is kind of here to stay, right? People want the freedoms, there are certainly efficiencies, and the tools, like like Microsoft Teams, now allow for it. We've also experienced critical amounts of isolation and loneliness during this pandemic. Even with the advent of more flexibility, the office isn't dead. And certainly, many people really anchor, you know, society-wise, their life to their office life. Hybrid work is a natural progression that blends the best of both worlds. Or at least we hope. So what's missing from this equation? Well, it's the leap from hybrid work to a hybrid workforce. You, as the leader of an organization, have the opportunity right now to think about a results-driven environment that combines full-timers with skilled contractors and on-demand crowd talent so that you and your team can be way more productive. Hybrid work is replacing your office with your home. Okay, simple enough. The hybrid workforce is an actual new way that work is structured. What's even more interesting is that many of the problems caused by remote work could potentially be solved by adopting a hybrid workforce model. The aforementioned Microsoft article outlines seven trends that will shape the future of a hybrid work world. At a high level, they are, number one, flexible work is here to stay. Number two, leaders are out of touch with employees and they need a wake-up call little kick in the pants. Number three, high productivity is masking an exhausted workforce. Number four, Gen Z is at risk and will need to be re-energized. In the five spot, shrinking networks are endangering innovation. Number six, authenticity will spur productivity and well-being. And finally, number seven, talent is everywhere in a hybrid work model. Sure is. Now, we're not going to go through all seven in detail, but we are going to look closely at a few of these trends and explore how a hybrid workforce continues the narrative into the future of work. So again, this is what Microsoft is saying is a hybrid work world, right? The hybrid office, et cetera, et cetera. We're taking that and say, go a bit further and not just talk about hybrid work, but talk about the hybrid workforce. And then what happens to some of these trends that we're already seeing? We think it's a worthy exploration. So the first trend of the seven we want to dive into is high productivity is masking an exhausted workforce. The article shares compelling numbers about the human cost of our increased productivity. One in five respondents say their employer doesn't care about their work-life balance. 54% feel overworked. 39% feel exhausted. That's a lot of people. The average number of meetings and chats has steadily increased since last year, and the burnout is real. 
A hybrid workforce can help address this. You can go get talent to help you get your work done. An open talent approach allows you to more easily bring in experts on demand. And they can make a big difference mitigating that burnout. The second trend we want to dive into, shrinking networks are endangering innovation. Data shows that teams are more siloed in a digital work world. People are feeling isolated and removed, even though the technology is there. And that's making them feel like they don't have opportunities to be creative. With a hybrid workforce, you can instantly increase your network to drive innovation. You could tap into different aspects of skills that you might not have access to or know how to get access to. In a hybrid workforce world, if you have the thought, I want to try something, I want to get something to, you know, MVP or proof of concept stage, or just bounce some technical ideas off of people that aren't in my office or on my direct team, you can go do that. That's a way in which people should be thinking about using Crowd, using TopCoder, or other talent platforms that are out there. And the last trend we want to dissect a bit further is talent is everywhere in a hybrid world. As Microsoft rightfully points out, one of the brightest sides of the shift to remote work is that it widens the talent marketplace. We've been touting this benefit of our model for years. A hybrid workforce creates opportunity for all. The scene that's missing is that they're still only talking about the talent marketplace in terms of full-time employees. What we're preaching is that we want you to open it up and create a true blended workforce. And again, a definition of a blended workforce is your FTEs with your traditional contractors, with folks that are parts of communities, parts of a crowd, parts of an on-demand talent workforce. Blend those all up together and you're putting yourself in the best position to have the most optimal workforce to get the work done as you need to do it. Using crowd as part of a disruption-proof talent strategy is just smart. Disruption will inevitably come again, and a more open workforce model benefits both sides of the marketplace. So let's close out this podcast by discussing choosing the faster path. From a workforce model, we're kind of at a fork in the road. We're at the precipice of a legitimate new future of how work is actually accomplished. The next few years are going to greatly determine which path we take, and really which path you take as an organization. Ultimately, the roads will meet up in some place down the future, but the big difference is going to be how long it takes you and your organization to get there. In our opinion, the hybrid workforce model will become prevalent through every single organization. It's just a maturation of where open communities are going and on-demand talent is going. So you as a leader can choose now to kind of do it as you've always done and eventually get to where we're professing it's going to go anyway. or you could take this new path that maybe isn't trailblazed quite yet for most. However, it's a much faster path to getting to a blended workforce. To wrap it up, if you choose to settle on hybrid work rather than explore hybrid workforces, well, we think you're diverging at a critical moment and you'll cause a decade-long delay because, again, our belief is it's going this way. So our word of advice or our words of advice Dive in now, lean into the idea that yes, the office has changed. Yes, the workforce has changed. Don't just stop at hybrid work and really, really explore what it means to adopt and begin and work with hybrid workforces. 
We hope you've been enjoying all the tales from the Upriser podcast. Typically, we have some great guests on. This was just a, a little bit of a monologue. We do this sometimes too. Keep it a little shorter, a little sweeter. And if you like these kind of conversations, please subscribe to the Upriser podcast or wherever the heck you get your pods in your ears. Find us out on Twitter at Upriser, U-P-R-I-S-O-R. And if you're inclined, go check out what Topcoder does as well as a platform and a talent community. We think you'll like what you see. And one more, you could follow me at Clinton Bond for conversations like this on the future of workout on Twitter. And with that, have an awesome day. Hope you enjoyed the Upriser podcast. Talk to you soon.